everyone, listen to me. We've all been deceived. We need to calmly head towards the exit. Welcome to the Banana Bread and Circus Republic with Crispy and Tono. Your hosts for the end of the world or whatever we're looking at. We're looking at the reset. Yeah, it's uh, we're gonna be fine, ladies and gentlemen. So strap in and join us to recalibrate the soul as we explore the ether and ethics of our evolution. In the space between spaces, there's an intelligence that guides our values and our judgments, which determines who we are, what we're doing, and where we're going. Follow your nose and think for yourself. Welcome, everybody. Hello. How you doing, sir? I'm doing okay. Um, Hope you folks are doing well. Been a strange week for me, Um, but I won't get into too much of that. Um, I super enjoyed our last last segment together. Uh, Talked a lot about, like, the folly of government. I'm still, like, kind of coming down from that because I feel like... um, we had a pretty good riff going, and there was a lot of funny shit in between, so I appreciate that. It was definitely uh, by no means our, you know, wasn't our comedy episode. Yeah, but the, the beauty is is that the, in between those those little, incre- like, in there were increments of... Oh, oh yeah, 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 no, total. For sure. But, like, that's what I love about it, because, like, Taking these subjects, like, you can only take them so seriously. Because otherwise, you end up falling into a hole. And then you just get stuck. So, you got to kind of keep that kind of like what you talk about with the levity. Like, if you're not, if you don't have a sense of levity, you're you're not going to be able to, to lift yourself or emote or move, right? Totally. Yeah. So, I really appreciate, like, having that sense of humor but yeah how are you tono how are you doing pretty good can't complain it's uh we're getting to the end of winter up here and uh had a little rough patch which is fine you know just winter wise work wise but aside from that great yeah Hmm. It's funny you say that we're getting like over the hump of winter, so to speak, um, because I feel like it almost just began. Like it's crazy. It's been a really mild one. I wasn't expecting it to be so mild right out of the gate, aside from all the the writing on the wall, the predictions, and so forth. But yeah. super mild. Yeah, it's going to be a very shitty year for ticks. Yeah, this summer. I've been thinking that too. Yeah. Well, those cycles, man, they ebb and flow, and we got a ton of water. Like, even we're still getting a ton of water in, in some form or another. Um, it's going to be a crazy, crazy spring and summer. I just hope that the bees are adaptable enough in that in that whatever I've done to both get out of the way and in, find those moments of intervention 
to get them over that initial hump and help them along if they need any help. I don't think they will. I was going to say, between you and them, I'm sure you guys can figure it out. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I like the vote of confidence because, yeah, it's one of the most humiliating things I've ever done in my life. So it's kind of hard. Humbling. To, yeah. In in that humbling sense. Thank well, you. Yeah. Humiliating, humbling, you know. Yeah. But like you think, hand hand. you think you've made it. You think you've like discovered a new technique or something worked before tremendously. And then you go back to do that same thing. And it's like, yeah, that fucking fell apart pretty quickly and it didn't that didn't go how it went the last time so you're kind of like checking yourself constantly to go into every situation where this is a full brand new situation based on the moment now and that's that's a humiliating thing because you don't really have you can build a base of confidence but you can't really rely on that too much yeah nothing is concrete in that sense you know like just because it may have worked one time doesn't mean that it'll work again the next time. You know, if if you're doing something that, you know, they needed for one reason and that reason's not there and you're still giving them that, then maybe it won't work. Exactly. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what happens with the seasons to come. Um, you know, it's all about transitions. But, uh... Yeah, so today um, we interviewed uh, my mom. It, uh, that was interesting for me. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be honest with you. That was I, I didn't know what to feel or think. I just kind of dove in with it because I figured at one some point or another it was going to happen, knowing she, how much she had been saying, like, bring me on your podcast. But it's like I... I'm still feeling this out. Like I'm still trying to work the kinks out. I'm still trying to work this out. Like my identity, how do I identify with this? Do I want to be that guy who brings his mommy on the podcast? (laughs) I mean, if you feel like you need to balance it out, bring your dad on too. I don't think it really matters. Oh, I've talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would do that. You know, I, I love my mom. I maybe bring her on, but, there's no way that we could do it, you know, over Zoom or anything. We'd have to literally bring her here, and that's not happening. Yeah. I love you, Mom. That's okay. But that's not happening. It's definitely not for everyone, but she can, as you folks will find out, she can definitely talk. And oh. she, she's she been through a lot with her life. She's got a huge history to her. She wrote a book. We didn't even mention that in the interview. Oh, she Jesus, wrote a book. both authors. Yeah, she, well, I got my inspiration a lot of it from her like oh, she's done a lot and she's been doing it for a while it's not like she just woke up one day and decided to do all these things like she's been building towards it her whole life and so she wrote a book called uh manifestation within self and place i think is the title um and it's all about like her journey from like migrating from um you know the midwest ohio she grew up in cincinnati um, and so we, I grew up in Oxford, Ohio, another part of like almost like a, su- some people even refer to it as a suburb of Cincinnati, even though it's like 45 minutes away. Yeah. Well, when but cities it, are big enough, that's yeah. just how it works. Exactly. Yeah. Like Hamilton was more like, I thought of it like as a suburb just because of that, that feel to it. But, uh, Oxford's like kind of more of a ritzy college town. 
Um, and we lived on like the, you know, countryside. And, um, so there was a lot that went into that. And so when she discovered this like gravitational pull to the East coast and Vermont as a teacher and so forth, like she was involved in the education stuff for a while. She's been a teacher her whole life. And, um, when she discovered Goddard, that was like my in and the rest is history for me. We'll definitely find another time to get into that. But, um, that was her journey to this beckoning to Vermont. And that book is pretty much about that. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll put it up in the description, but, uh, without further ado, let's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Folks enjoy my awkward as a firstborn son bringing her his mom on a podcast pop into our uh short interview with uh kamari patricia if you're in the central vermont area and you're looking for a special souvenir to take home and share with your friends and neighbors ambient fermentary's got you covered handcrafted from our hives to your glass ambient fermentary produces craft batches of honey wine from the heart as humble participants of a greater community of life, they wanted to offer something simple and refreshing. Most people consider mead to be too sweet. And we agree. Too much of anything produces its counterpart. That's why they brought back the oldest fermented beverage in a bold way. By using the fruits of the world in moderation. In other words, dry meads are their thing. And in this expression in particular, the dry table melomel we used fresh cranberries and lemon juice in its primary ferment, bringing fruity and acidic notes to the party that pairs well with almost any home-cooked meal and good company. Enjoy chill. Cheers. All right, sweet. Welcome, everybody. Um, we have a special guest today. This is uh, the per person who birthed me all those years ago. <laughs> You're birthing person. <laughs> Can you see Tony okay? How you doing? All right, Patricia. Hello, Tony. <laughs> that's that's how I always introduce myself. The person that birthed Chris. <laughs> yeah. That, uh must have been a weird one. You you say this <laughs> this one's this one's my my mistake. <laughs> the test. No, one. I always I always refer to it as my training wheels, you know, yes. like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Of course, you named me after your father, right? The middle name. Yeah. The middle name. Paul. Your middle name is after my dad, so you're you're blessed for life. You know, he was yeah. such a good soul. That's where the P comes from, people. The Chris in the Chris P. Oh yes, yes, yeah. yes. I figured you'd reveal that one day. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I think about going by Christopher Paul, just blank Christopher Paul. But oh yeah, I like that. My Twitter handle is like. No, it's Crispy Ounce Man, but it's Christopher Paul is the name on the thing. It's almost like two two first names that you could attach together to create a new first name. It'd be like Chris Paul. Yeah. Chris Paul. That's that's kind of what I did. You know, I took uh an, another first name. And so now almost everyone just knows me as Kamari Patricia, not the Yance, not the last name. So That's right. Yeah. yeah. I was telling Tony and he uh How'd that come about? Well, okay. You really wanted the story? <laughs> oh, go for it. This, okay. So this goes back. 
golly, probably 15, 16 years ago, I guess. And I remember, uh, I don't know whether, Tony, if you knew, did you ever know Greg at Goddard College? That Chris knows. Chris knows that person. Well, I'll say that Tony, Tono here knows Greg quite Oh, well. that's right, because of the restaurant. Greg, 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 <laughs> Greggy Poo. Yeah. We call him Greggy uh, Poo. So... <laughs> So I I was going through this phase of like after the divorce to my divorce I didn't want to uh carry the last name anymore you know which was my married name but yet I didn't want to go through all the complications of cha- legally change going back to my maiden name even though I'm still thinking about that so I remember talking to that person who we worked together at the college and we were joking and I said, I think I'm just going to create a new name altogether, a new name. And so the name I came up with then was Anna Gabriel, Anna Gabriel. Okay. And so that person that I worked with started calling me that all the time. <laughs> but then another year or so went by and I thought, huh, you know, this doesn't feel right. Cause I feel like a totally different person. So it ended up that uh, I was with an East Indian person uh, in a relationship. And Chris knows that person too. And um, and he essentially gave me the name Kamari because in that culture, they often have two names, you know, that are totally different names often. So I took the name Kamari. I added it to my artwork, my Kamari studios, my yoga practice, Kamari yoga, and it has stayed with me ever since. And then I was able to just tack it on, like Chris was just talking about, tacking on two first names. And it became Kamari Patricia. And then I slowly, over the years, dropped off the yawns. And so, but it's still not legal. So legally, I'm Patricia Yance. But at some point, I'll probably make it legal. That's the story. Okay. Okay. And and part of your name is this project you're doing, right? Yes. And that's, you know, that's really important. I've discovered over since starting my business and all, which was like 2020, I guess, when I launched, um, I, I went through all sorts of names that were related to working with clients around loss and coaching them and ended up in talking to a lot of marketing people, they said, well, the best way for people to find you is to make sure your website is your name, like not something different. And so it's www.kamaripatricia.com. And mm-hmm. it's so easy, much easier. And, you know, all of those, uh, oh, what's it called? SEOs, the optimizations and all with the Google platform, you know, it's easier for people to find me. Wow, you know way more about that stuff than I do. Well, uh, Tony, I <laughs> I knew nothing, and I still know very little. But I took a plunge a few months ago and hired a marketing manager to just do it all. Um, and probably Chris knows this too with his new business and all, you know, it's, it's just all social media. It's, it's, and it's positions and 
advertising and organic ads too. It doesn't even have to be paid ads, but it's ways, you know, you've got to have somebody who knows the, uh, I want to say the backstory of the, you know, with Meta, the whatever Instagram and Facebook and all that, you know, because you've got to have somebody look at the analytics and see who's looking at the ads or looking at the posts, you know, it's very, very complicated. And oh, it's not what you yeah. that. Yeah, it's not what I'm good at. That's why I just want somebody else to do it. Mm -hmm. That's why people specialize in it, too. Yes, because exactly. A lot of yes. people that need it but don't want to do it. They don't want to learn how to do it. They, you know, they, they'd rather be part of a different part of the stew, you know? Well, you know, I think... Uh, one lesson I've learned the older I get is that there are some things I'm really good at, a few things, and then there's about a 110 things I suck at. <laughs> so I, I don't want to. But you haven't given up on them either. No, I haven't given up, but it's also not where I want to spend my time, yeah. you know, and, and put my efforts, you know, cause then it takes away from all those things I know I can do really well. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's and that's that's some great advice right there. It's you know it, play, yeah. play your strengths where your heart's at. That's keep keep practicing the things that you aren't good at. But you know <laughs> when it comes to putting your maximum effort down, know where that should be applied. Absolutely, and you know over time, you if you stay open, you know to. Uh, listening to the feedback you get sometimes, whether it's a job or it's a pastime or whatever, like what you guys are doing now with your podcast and all, like you pay attention to not only how it feels, but the feedback you get and how you feel it's um, affecting other people. You know, is it creating some kind of change in the world? What, whatever the, you know, the act is that you're putting out there. Um, you listen, you know, you just pay attention and listen to what you know you get in return and, and then it begins to shape uh sometimes a new identity for yourself you know it could be something like a podcast like what you guys are doing that could who knows turn full time someday you know that if you really love doing it i mean we're we're certainly willing to do it for free or at least you know close to for free maybe a small cost to ourselves but you know if yeah. If we start pulling in anything off of it, then that's just gravy. Yeah. But, you know, and it is surprising, like, how many, oh, gosh, you know, pastimes or, you know, passions that somebody might have about something, like musicians or artists of some, you know, that over time, they're able to figure out their niche and a way to like make a living at it or just, you know, make more income that sustains them. Um, yeah. But, it, you know, the takeaway is really to, and like Chris would probably tell you, I'm pretty good at this, to stay open to those messages you get, you know, yeah. other people and what you feel in your heart. Yep. Yep. Like applicable feedback and following your intuition. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. I work with clients a lot on that, Tony. That's, you know, they're afraid to listen to their intuition, you know, where that 
is, I believe, the heart of all the reasoning, you know, in the world. Like if if we could tap into. It's everybody's own personal voice of God, you know. Well, it is. and, And it's incredible how many people do not trust it. They do not trust it. They listen to other people around them. You know, they uh, often, unfortunately, listen to people who don't give them even good advice or they might not have their best interests in mind, you know. But because we often are a society, you know, we're people that we we like to project an image. You know, we want people to like us. You know, we want. Yes. Yes. And we we. So, yeah, if you're giving me feedback, you're telling me what to do, I'm going to, like, do it. I'm going to do it, you know. And when we can reflect, you know, when we can pause and just see how it feels in our bodies, you know, like, ugh, like you know when something feels crappy. Whether you know, it's that, food or or something somebody told you. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and you, you know, know a lot poison. Right, exactly. Like receiving feedback from either an individual or the world, and you immediately get that taste that is both unsavory, but also just doesn't, it, it's like so far the opposite of res- resonance. When that, somebody tells you that something's some way, and you might have like that that initial reaction that you can't explain, and, and you're saying to yourself, Something about this isn't right. I don't know what it is yet, but you know, yes. it's going to take me time to figure that out. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 But what happens, though, people don't take that time to figure it out. You know, they're mm. a little too hasty to accept somebody else's opinion of what they're doing or a they're judgment. afraid to go within to. Yes. Mm. Oh, yes. I, you know, I don't know if you want me to keep talking to just keep Absolutely. going. Because I could say a lot. I mean, the women I work with, you know, most of them are like over, well, they seem to be getting younger, but they've all suffered a loss, a huge loss, a partner or a child in their life or something. But what's so, and what's really difficult is that because they're so vulnerable, you know, in that state of grieving, that they take advice from anyone, you know, and enter into some, some awful, uh, choices that maybe they never would have thought about easily impressionable yes it's so hard i mean i mean you both probably know this i mean individuals in our society who are vulnerable a vulnerable class of people in some way i mean those that are grieving are definitely in that category and if they're unable to move on after their loss they're totally unable to trust their feelings, you know, around moving on and around moving on with purpose and meaning again. So it, you know, it's part of why I do this work because I really believe that uh, they, they need to be heard. You know, they need their, you know, their feelings need to be felt, but then they also need to have a plan for, changing the way they think about their life and around the loss too and changing their thinking around the grief and the suffering in some way so what do you find is more difficult uh working with somebody that's uh going through that grief and they find themselves easily misled versus somebody that's going through that grief and it's almost impossible to lead them anywhere they're they go Mm -hmm. inwards versus you know, yeah. outward. Oh, that's, 
Good question. I, you know, I mean, generally, um, I hadn't really thought about it the way you phrased it, but I would say that any individual I'm working with, uh, on whatever level, even if they're just reading my material, not like working individually with me, they have to be open, you know, to what life is going to look like after they've lost uh, that person. The unknown. You know, right. Exactly. Huge unknown. Huge. The uncertainty is what creates their greatest anxiety. You know, they want to be able to control life again and they can't. You know, like it's completely out of control. Mm. And, and so their their ability to stay open to that process of exploration and what awaits them and how they can have more agency in their life, that those are the best clients to <laughs> to have success. You know, now, you know, what you mentioned, like those that have you know, been vulnerable and listened to other people and maybe made some poor choices. I mean, as long as they're still uh, staying open to the process and reflecting, I mean, generally, whenever we make a decision in our life, no matter pretty much what it is, you know, there is often a way to change your mind, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, to revert. people like to admit that. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and that is often what I see, too, that, uh, you know, especially women of a certain age and maybe they've lost a life partner they've been with for a long time. It's hard for them to trust their judgment and to be able to feel like they can make some change in their life, you know, without having that person with them, et cetera. And so, um, you know, feeling empowered, the, the sense of empowerment is really important in that transformation. So, yeah, it's, I mean, it's never hopeless. It's, I really believe that it's never hopeless. I mean, sometimes I'll, I'll talk with a potential client and, you know, I have a pretty good sense that, uh, she's not ready yet. You know, she's pretty much, uh, you know, sitting in a lot of maybe, um, well, sorrow, but also maybe some pity and, you know, just not open, just not willing to stay open. Um, you know, I always, I invite, I usually am very honest and just say, this might not be the right time for you to engage this work with me unless, you know, this is like, this is what I expect, you know, and, um, and, and they, you know, in their own way, they kind of understand that. But once in a while, you know, it could be six months later, I might hear from that person again and they'll say, you know, I think I might be ready. You know, it's. They actually finally know it within themselves versus just trying to reassure you. Yes. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. Wow. So what other questions you have for me, guys? (laughs) Where can can people find you? Oh, gosh. Well, my website's the best place now because everything happens. And the program that I run is actually going to soon be uploaded onto my website. So it's not going to be a separate platform. So it's www.kamaripatricia.com and K-U-M-A-R-I Patricia. What wasn't that one wasn't taken. <laughs> no, 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 no. I grabbed it. I grabbed it. And um, yeah, and it's, uh, you know, I have a free ebook on the 10 steps, 10, the blueprint for healing after loss and life. So um, 
it's all free, you know, people that go to the website can just download it, and they'll get that and kind of get a taste of the journey of what it looks like. Very cool. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for doing this, Mom. Of course. Um, I hope the recording works out. Very yeah. delightful conversation. It might be a little weird for folks out there listening that one neither of, of us one are of wearing the hosts pants. It's like <laughs> bringing their mother on on a podcast that they're doing. But uh, no, this is great. Um, we should definitely I'm do an it. Exceptional, it I'm, it's an exceptional guest, right? You know, it's absolutely. <laughs> well, it's one of those like we've never actually done the Zoom thing with the, with oh, the you have it. This recording. is the first time. This is the first time. So we're gonna. This is more. I approach this more as a test run because another very special guest coming on. <laughs> Here on our next. Uh, that's. Are you able to say his name? Because I think I know who you're talking about. Alexi. Yeah. Yeah. I love so, Alexi. Go way back. Yeah. Um, yes. Looking forward to that. I connected with him recently and asked if he would be down to come on. He's doing a lot of crazy cool things. He's part of a director's oh guild gosh. and winning all these awards for the movie he's made for um, out in British Columbia. So it's yeah. That's- so great. So I I have this plan. I was talking to his mom recently that what we should do, Chris, I think we should do this for my birthday. I'll be 70 years old in August. So I think we should plan this is we all celebrate my 70th birthday in France with oh, and wow. Alexi should fly go. there too. What do you think? What do you think, Tony? Should we try this? I'm 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 gonna promote it for you guys. I don't <laughs> think I'll be there. But yes. <laughs> yes, I think it's a great idea. I think it'd be so cool, you know, and Patricia, his mom would love it. And she said, just give us notice that Alexi can get there too, you know, that would be so part of France, you thinking? Well, she lives in the, in the Pyrenees, uh, Southern France, you know, I don't think she's too far from Spain. I don't think, but they hike all the time in the mountains and, um, yeah, she's, she's wonderful, just like her son. And she was, Pretty much my best friend too in Ohio. We're really close. So, yeah, yeah, she's great, and and Alexi's amazing. Um, just doing a lot of different stuff, and very synchronistic with kind of the patterns that I've been noticing in my own life. Like just like trying to get you know an independent business off the ground, and there's just so many hurdles to go through, and um. Yeah, yes. Hoops to jump through that, like a lot it, it of almost, different hats. Yeah, it almost felt like I was talking to myself when he was wow. describing his process in in motion. Um, yes, he's. I want to well, hear more about what his journey is more directly from him. But he was telling me recently that he's involved with like four other documentaries right now, or four oh, other wow. films. That'd yeah, be interesting so he's like talk killing about. it. Yeah, yeah. See yeah. What he's got Very cool. That is so wonderful. I mean, it is interesting, Tony. They became, when we moved to the town of Oxford, Ohio, and Chris and Ben, the two of you both went to that private school, the McGuffey School. Yep. I mean, like the preppy. first day, I think you... <laughs> Not really preppy. I, no, no, no. It was far from preppy. It was, yeah, like, it was like a... A hippie school. Okay. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. It was, it was the opposite of that. Yeah, definitely. It was like an old, not abandoned, but like an old vintage, like Victorian. It was very, yeah. And the classes were inside the house. And, but I think it was the first day you met Alexi. Yeah. Oh yeah. Very first day. It was like a, it was like a miniature Hogwarts. 
training training wizards yeah i honed Um, my skills on the soccer field at that school that was great oh yeah that was so cool so what day do you talk to alexi sunday uh yeah this coming sunday sunday i told him around i'll tell him around 1 30 just to double check his time perfect time what time Uh, are we gonna actually like hit it with him uh let's see it'd be like 4.30 4.30 our time. So we'll have some prep time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. Plus, so I need to figure this out. Like, we've, I think we've captured, I think, I've never really recorded anything on Zoom ever in my life, so I don't know what to expect. Um, I'm assuming it saves itself when I stop. I've just hit record. Usually when you record, they ask you. Yeah, oh, really? it just it just switched right over to yeah. the recording symbol. Interesting. Well, it it's usually very easy like after you stop recording i think i think if i remember this i used to film my my yoga classes during the Mm. pandemic on zoom and i think when you stop it gives it's time you know you see it like what is it uploading downloading whatever it does you know it does its thing and you just let it do its thing and it should either go to your computer or uh, but I think it will go to your computer because I think you, I thought you had to check something else for it to go to Zoom. But if it goes to Zoom, you just go to your account and you'll find it there. Yeah. I'll, probably has like seven new auto features since then. I know. It's true. It's true that it's, it's, yeah. I yeah, know. You never, I mean, there's, this whole thing is everything's a learning curve. Well, that's so. life. <laughs> life is a kind of life learning very curve. Safe. Learning curve, yes. <laughs> you, know, you, did, you know, you did not just do that while we had the mics on. Wow. <laughs> the mother telling the son, that's life. <laughs> it is. <laughs> you knew that, though. You knew that. Oh, I know. No, I, Say I know. la vie. At least, you know, if we were interviewing my mother right now, we'd have to be, like, reassuring her that her soul, her soul is not being stolen over the other end or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you're used to this type of thing, aren't you? Like you used to do these over Zoom with your, like you just said, your yoga class. But you're, yeah, you, you, I did. You meet, oh, with, just, you meet with I clients mean, remotely. All of my clients now are on Zoom. Although I do have one client who only wants to use the phone, so we do that. But summertime, if I have a local client to where I live, then I use one of our hideaways at the retreat, you know, which we never talked about the retreat, but we'll do that another time. That sounds and, good. We'll, we'll yeah. brought it up and, a couple times. And it's nice. It's really cozy because then sometimes I can even take a walk with them, you know, if it's in person. I mean, I do like in person, but um, I, you know, it's just much more functional, this environment we're in that. And, uh, and I always have a backup plan. Like if I'm on Zoom with a client, this actually happened today. Uh, if the, if the crashes, you know, like it starts to, um, stick, you know, or whatever, freeze, if it starts to freeze, then I just go to the phone. We stay on the video so we can see each other, but mute ourselves and go to the phone and just talk. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I've done a podcast where we muted the Zoom part and they recorded that but they also somehow this is where i wanted to like figure out what's the best medium to capture the audio files in something like this because they they recorded the audio on a different thing at the same time oh yeah like you mute the thing 
on Zoom, but you keep the video so you can at least have that face to face somewhat. Yeah. Never, never going to catch up to itself. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. I, mean, I know. So, that yeah, is very interesting. I mean, I, I figured, yeah, picking one or the other, at least ruling this out before really going crazy and complicating things i think yes. this will probably work but yeah anyhow one one more time for our listening audience uh where can they find you and do you have an instagram handle or anything on the social media so every pretty much everything is under kamari patricia coaching my website is www.kamaripatricia.com k-u-m-a-r-i patricia.com and uh facebook instagram is under kamari patricia coach might be kamari patricia coaching but they can type that in and find me perfect and that's yes thank that's you guys patricia, not s-h-a but c-i-a-s what was that s-h-a patricia s-h-a or patricia c-i-a C-I-A. Oh, I had never seen it the other way, Tony. That's very interesting. That might be my next transformation. But no, it's P-A-T-R-I-C-I-A. One last question. Who do you think was behind the Kennedy assassination? (laughs) Let me see. (laughs) I don't know, but I think think your brother, Chris, is watching that show. Do you watch that show that's like... um, Oh, what's it called? It's a date. It's in 1963. It has it. It's like 11, 23, 63. That show. Oh, that covers the Kennedy. Yeah. It's about a guy who comes back in time, though, to solve who is responsible for the assassination. That Do you know that show? That's probably what it's going to take. But no, I haven't heard of it. Yeah. No. yeah I, I think Ben mentioned something before, but I haven't actually seen it. It, you know, I haven't seen it either. I've, I've heard it in the other room and it sounds interesting. It's a little, you know, it's kind of like reality meets sci-fi or something. You know, it's like a little different. I feel and, like I can already predict the series finale <laughs> at the end of it. Like the guy's just like, oh, I got it. I got it. And he hits up his time portal and goes back through it and hops in through the other side. And he's like, guys, I figured it out. And somebody's just standing there. Boom. <laughs> on the other <laughs> side ready to just off him dead <laughs> yeah oh gosh All but, right. I'm, but I'm a cynic <laughs> well it's good talking with you guys very very awesome yes you I- see you soon I'll see you soon crispy <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much uh huh bye bye and thank you for the name <laughs> Up until now, you've heard me talk quite a bit about my book, Cognitive Liberty, available for sale at select retailers, including Amazon and iTunes. It's a book about our collective cognitive distortion and how we've essentially self-sabotaged our growth through perpetual states of stress and anxiety. My book is a philosophical narrative about autism and the evolution of consciousness in an ecological context. Reflecting on our imperative need to free our minds from a neurocentric view of intelligence and embrace the emotional dimensions that guide our lives. It's about questioning our traditional sense of intelligence as it explores the symptoms of modern culture as a parallel version of autism where life and experience are trapped exclusively inside the head 
You can learn more by purchasing a book in the description below or by subscribing to my podcast, Cognitive Liberty, where I break down why I wrote the book and how it relates to the time of extremes we're going through today. Thank you for your support. All right. Welcome back. Um, hard to say whether or not she caught on to what you were getting at with the CIA thing and the JFK assassination or not, but um, I, I didn't. I didn't mean to, that. Was you a, know that was a brilliant little little uh, I didn't <laughs> little mean nudge. To, I didn't mean to set her up, but I figured <laughs> we could use it for like some nice sound bites. <laughs> it was great. Uh, maybe we'll add a sound bite. We'll overlay a sound bite. We'll mix one in or something. Clip it up. <laughs> yeah. It's... I don't know. I don't want to mess with it too much, just because. Um. Yeah, we don't really have our we guests. We don't want your mom to end up on a list, <laughs> right? Yeah, no, yeah. Wouldn't that be a doozy? Jesus, kids, first firstborn son, comedy show. Oh, there you go. Well, we are trying to just kind of, kind of what we were talking about before, just like keeping it light, keeping it fresh, like just trying to, you know, and and keeping it real, just like all the things. Like, there's so much pulling away from me to like not stay focused kind of like what she was talking about with like listening to your own intuition but taking people's advice into consideration while at the same time like understand the difference and not not being not being so swayed towards either one you know like you have to listen to your own you know inner you know model your voice and also it's good to you know bounce ideas off of people that you trust you know for sure and that's why i think like that's what's valuable about having like a strong foundation with like say a family network or a community or a friendship or multiples um and that's not to like kind of pick out like to the folks who don't have that to focus on them not having it but to give like that the enticing like kind of inclination to consider why that's important and maybe to cherish those things, those relationships with a little more um, sense of appreciation or just like maybe that lighthearted like kind of side like she was, I mean, like she was getting into with like how there's always another way to like another viewpoint, another different way of thinking about something kind of thing. Like if you're so encapsulated or like pissed off or frustrated with a relationship that you might have with somebody, there's always like kind of, that's kind of where my marriage started to kind of feel more of a sense of like, oh no, like we can massage each other's ego along the way and not necessarily want to rip each other's throats out all the time. Cause we, I know where she's coming from. I can like back up and put it in context of like, oh, that's why she's doing this. And oh, that's why I'm so blind to not see what she's saying. Right. Like kind of goes hand in hand. You really got to check yourself. Before thou'st wreck yourself. Sorry, I just like hogged the fucking no, mic. No, there. no, no. Keeping Hurt, no. it silent so long, I'm like, I don't really want to over talk with that previously. So now is my chance. Um, but yeah, um, what did you think? She's she's got a lot of projects going on. Um, yeah, I was I was pretty but, impressed, you know, by you know how both integrated and like you know uh active in the moment as far as you know her work is really important you know it's 
anytime anytime you're trying to help people and you're actually succeeding, like bravo. Mm. Like and uh so yeah. I that's the hard part about me, like when, when I'm doing my thing, my nine to five, the job that I Full disclosure, trying to fucking build an exit ramp over. I've been trying to build this exit ramp for years now. Trying to find something like different. Like once upon a time this work resonated, the human services and case management and service coordination and you're a therapist half the time and you're not networking most of the time, but yet you're getting fucking scolded and pointed at by the subjects you're trying to help. And um it's so exhausting. And now there's going, Vermont's going through this crazy, like, um, like system of care reform thing all around, like conflict free. And I don't really need to get into that right now, but, um, that's like, that's lending to the stress and lending to the, the existential angst to constantly be like, no, I, I need to find a different, a different way. The the uh, path is forking, and the your your intuition is telling you mm. take the fork. Yeah. For sure, yeah. and again, just that combination of having faith but being realistic. But yeah, no, I I was glad to bring her on. I was glad that you were okay with with just kind of going with it. Um, no, it worked out great. Yeah, half of it was like a curiosity, half of it was an experiment, half of it was a test, half of it was, you know, this is gonna happen one way or another. Might as well just like make it happen. <laughs> she 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 wanted to be on. Well, I mean, I mean, in the in the sense that, uh, you know, she as soon as she found out that you had a podcast, she was like, oh, <laughs> you gotta you gotta have me on. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Because it's not that I didn't want to have her on necessarily. Right, right. It's no, just totally. like, it's, I'm still, like I said, I'm still kind of feeling this out. And I'm, I don't know if that's like something I'm, you know, I feel like open-minded enough to basically. I And I don't mean that either to like judge it entirely either. I just mean like. She's Who gonna, the fuck is going to bring their mom on their podcast? I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, she's got I a great go sense of that. humor, and she's pretty savvy about stuff, you know? Whereas, like, we couldn't do that with my mom. Like, she's got the great sense of humor, but... Yeah, so maybe I'll just let it go. Just let it go. Yeah. It's happened. No. It's out there in the ether, folks. No, go mean, get it. I'm, Christ. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to... I'm not going to dwell in it. The next time but, is going to be, like... Yeah, we'll we'll just start ripping each all you know <laughs> into each other and yeah yeah it'll it'll be fun and it was our very first time over the video thing right and so that was interesting Good to actually like, yeah throw in a third component to to these segments um I do hope you guys enjoyed it and uh, yeah until next time sir and it's uh, part of a someday getting to. Doing some video. That would be that would be pretty dope. Lord. If we can if we can get this space into more of a studio vibe going and like more of like more conducive to that photogenic, I gotta be honest, like looking at the feedback from it, like the camera's all off, like 
fucking foggy. The lighting was dreadful. So drab. And so like. We both should have been sitting on that end. Yeah. And that's, again, just ironing Eh, the kinks out, trial and error. I think we'll just go with multiple cameras because that's a little more practical than like being like. trying to be TV stars. No, exactly. Well, I think that's enough for today. Do right. you have anything else you wanted to get into? Um, Any closing thoughts? Take some time to breathe, and 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 when I say take some time, I mean you know during times of you know anxiety or frustration or you know whatever troubles you're going through, take some time to breathe, like just five seconds. Back off, and you know from the situation you're reacting to and and ask yourself like is this the proper reaction like how how am i you know affecting my situation for the better in the moment and you know right on man yeah nourishing those relationships with with thyself and with thy partner yeah i mean Right on. I like it. All right. Well, I'll be putting up the um, any links, relevant links, or just, um, yeah, where you guys can find Kumari Patricia's uh, work. Um, if you know anybody who's struggling with either grief or loss, um, yeah, good place to start, I think. So, well, we uh, will be catching you guys shortly. We uh, got another interview coming up with a special guest, and uh, I'm not going to spoil it here, but looking forward to it. So, 